Hey guys, and welcome back to another happy hour here on a Sunday fun day with me, your girl, Amber. What is up, everybody? Welcome back. Um, yeah, so today's episode, I'm pretty sure you guys all know based on my Instagram polls and stories this past week. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, then that means you need to be following me on Instagram, which is Amber underscore happy hour. And you'll definitely know what my topics are usually because I do ta- uh, mention them beforehand. But this week I am talking um, about coping mechanisms when it comes to mental health, which is something I've you know mentioned before on this podcast. Um, but I've really kind of given my coping mechanisms of what I've done. I've never really mentioned you know what else is suggested or proven to be helpful, where to go, who to go, all that stuff. You guys also suggested some of yours. And I know in the last couple of months um I've had like a bunch of close people in my life reach out to me you know wondering okay what is it that they can do when they're experiencing you know an anxiety attack or a panic attack you know when they're under a lot of stress or you know even depression and it kind of got me thinking like okay this would be like the perfect thing to kind of talk about and kind of you know, help everyone else out there who may be, you know, wondering the same thing of what could work for them. And I also um, wanted to talk about the idea of body shaming and body image, which is a huge, huge deal in my opinion and a topic that I find not really spoken about quite often or at least in enough detail. Um, It's definitely is something that can easily be brushed off like I find this topic like it's not really like I said not talked about and if it is it's just very little and then we move forward nothing happens it we act like it doesn't exist and especially in many different cultures it's a topic that doesn't exist at all and being from a South Asian community like body shaming and body imagery that's not a vocab like that does not exist and I feel like that's kind of in my opinion, kind of fucked up, (laughs) Um, you know, and body shaming is definitely something that takes place quite often. And people do experience a lot of body um, shaming, body imaging towards themselves. And it's just they just don't mention it, you know, and they don't realize like a lot of people go through it. And that's why I wanted to touch base on it tonight with you guys, because I was like, yo, let's get into some shit that matters and that people should be you know addressing but before all of that i think i should lighten up the mood before we get a little serious and um catch you guys up with you know what's going on in my crazy ass life um because i feel like i haven't updated you guys enough or recently um but you guys know that i am on the dating apps of course you know doing my little thing um so I had mentioned that I'm on uh, Bumble and Hinge. Those are the two apps that I was on. I actually just recently deleted Bumble because I just, it was, there's something about it that was just like, no, I can't do it anymore. It was either like, you know, you just, I wasn't clicking. I wasn't clicking with anyone. And I don't know. It just wasn't it. I was like, I'm not feeling it. Like whatever. And Hinge, it's like, I'm not saying the best options that I have out there, but I kind of get a better understanding of, you know, what they're into, a little bit more about them because they can share a little bit more details um, compared to Bumble, where it's like you just get your basic information, like I've mentioned before. So Hinge, I got a little bit more. So I've been getting, like, ideas, like, okay, cool, like, you know, talking to a few people, like, you know, matching with a few. But remember with Hinge, like, they can like my profile and, like, It doesn't mean that we're automatically matched. I have to invite them to a chat or I have to like them back and then we're we're matched. So I've been getting a lot of interesting people who are liking my profile. Um, (laughs) This is this is so funny. Okay, so I had recently gotten this person who had liked my profile and I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm looking through and I was just like caught off guard, like not in like. I'm not trying to be rude, but like right away, he's got like this full on beard, but this really curled, curled stash, like full on curled stash. And like, I think some like a little bit of long hair. I was kind of like, yo, what's going on here? You know, and 
instantly I got a magician vibe. Like, yo, magic. This guy does, you know, power and shit like that. So I'm like, you know, sharing with Brova and my guys. And I'm just like, oh, like, this guy liked me on um, Hinge. Like, I, like whatever. And they're like, oh, haha, he literally looks like a magician. I'm like, that's what I thought. Like, I don't know why, but that was like my first instinct. And so I had phoned Jasmine like a couple days after that and I was just catching her up I was like oh yo I gotta catch you up with like my stuff that's going on and so I like 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 this guy liked me whatever but I was like no like not my type like and based on like we weren't clicking and then I was just like oh like this is who it is he looks like a magician whatever and and, I'm not gonna mention names but when I had said the name to her she's like oh it's so funny like my cousin's like has that name whatever and I was like oh wow small world as I send the picture and she said that, she goes, dude, that is my cousin. I was like, um, this is so awkward. I was like, oh, he seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> she was like, whoa, what the fuck, dude? She's like, that's literally my cousin. And she like sends me his Instagram. And I'm like, oh, my God, Jasmine, that literally is the guy that liked me. She's like, what the fuck? That's hilarious. And like he had like a mirror selfie and like his fit like his fit like yo fit check like it was quite interesting it was quite interesting like got this like nasa jacket going on and then he had like looked like a bulletproof vest kind of thing god knows what it was it was unique and i was like all right that's funny but it was just like okay what it was hilarious and then some other one had liked my profile and i have like two truths and a lie and um obviously my lie was i'm not an only child and he was like oh I think your lie is that you're not an only child and I think you have a brother who's ready to whoop my ass and I laughed I was like okay that's funny like whatever and my guys were like yo that's actually funny and then Hinge like gives you options just like Bumble it gives you options of like questions to like answer you know to like kind of help with your profile and his the one that he chose was don't hate me if I and then you fill in with your answer so it said don't hate me if I and he wrote give too many forehead kisses and I laughed so hard. And Nimmo was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Bro was like, oh, what the fuck? And I was like, guys, no. He's literally like this little Lolu. Like he's like, um, like, no, not for me. But I was just like, yo, when you see who is it, you're like, okay, like, yeah. But you're like, what the fuck? So I was like, okay, no. So I've gotten quite a few unique characters out there um, that, you know, just aren't my type. But they're just so funny, like, their answers is just hilarious and uh, so yeah I was just like no obviously things are going well I have been getting some matches where or like I've been making matches with like a few people that I'm like thinking it's okay one guy was kind of like we th- I thought it was like cool whatever and then he started like going based off like trying to get like more of a casual relationship and I was like dude bro not my type I'm good thank you very much because I've been down that road I'm good again you know and then others like okay we're talking but it's like I don't want to jump the gun I don't want to think like oh it's all good I kind of just am like yo we're just talking I'm not even worried if like we don't talk for a few days like I'm not like into that era of the thing I'm more just like okay we're just chatting like it's nothing serious I like literally getting to know each other kind of thing so I don't know it's it's in everything is really in the air but I think those that just like the other people is hilarious, especially Jalzine's cousin. We can't stop laughing about it every week. Like at the end of the week um, for the last two weeks, she's just been like, dude, I can't get over my cousin thing. Like, it's too funny. Like, what the fuck? I was like, bro, we're going to be planning a Seattle trip. Like, obviously, after co- before COVID. And um, she was like, yeah, like we were going to go. To, I was like, we were going to go to Seattle, bro. And she we were going to probably sit at her cousin's house because it would just be easier though that was the cousin that was the cousin so imagine obviously this would be before hinge or whatever but just imagine i didn't even tell her didn't show her didn't even know that that was her cousin and i show up and i'm like uh wait what like dude that was so awkward so that is my kind of update on my relationship stuff and like the dating apps it's kind of wild i'm Oh, I don't know, guys. It's crazy. But like I said, I'm not hoping for anything. I'm literally everything's in the air. And then school's, you know, been a stress case. But when is it not for me? Um, I added a few more loads to my semester and it's, it's adding up. Everything is adding up to my plate. So I'm getting a little like, 
whew, you know, like, okay, shit's about to get overwhelming. I can feel my anxiety getting very high, but obviously I know how I can bring it down um, with like many different ways, which brings us into the coping mechanism idea of kind of what helps me and what I feel could possibly help you guys. You know, it all depends. Everyone's different. Um, so when I was kind of looking into different coping mechanisms, um, you know, based from like everybody else of what they kind of do and what's proven to be helpful and, and you know, what they uh, doctors suggest is better. And there's so many, but they're all very similar. Like compared to if you're having like if you're having going through a depression um, episode or if you're going through an anxiety attack, panic attack, stress, everything kind of has same mechanisms that would help for every situation. Obviously, it it depends on the person. It's not going to work for everybody. Everyone has different ways that they feel like are going to help them. And these are just suggestions. So please don't take anything that I like, you know, just I'm not a doctor. So if you want to try it, try it. But if you already have something that you feel works for you, then obviously that's perfect. Keep it. I obviously have my ways of helping myself, but it's always nice when I get to try something new because, you know, maybe it helps even more. You never know. Right. Um, so when it comes to anxiety, which can be caused in so many ways and so many things can be, you know, having anxiety, like anxiety can occur in so many for so many different reasons. Um, usually for me, when I have anxiety attacks, I normally know why, um, you know, for instance, school like that kind of always triggers anxiety for me. I do get anxiety before games, um, you know, during my field hockey games because I start to panic and start to stress about my performance and all that stuff. Anything that's big that's coming up, I do. That's when I tend to get my anxiety mostly, but I do experience anxiety at like the randomest times where I'm least expecting it. But the coping mechanisms that I use for either when I know I normally will have an anxiety attack compared to when I don't, um, it's still the same. So one of them that they, uh, one suggestion is breathing, which I feel like everybody knows that that would be an, a mechanism. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That would help. Um, I I used to do that. I used to find, I tried, like I would try to do breathing exercise. It wasn't for me. I always try, I always found myself um finding it like hard to catch my breath usually like the whole point is like you're to be able to slow it down I was never able to do that I felt like it made it worse um you know when they do like the four counts in four counts out it just wasn't for me um obviously like I was like okay well I don't know what else to do but when I had seen one of my recent therapists she suggested to sigh which I've mentioned many times on the podcast um yeah just to take a big sigh it just kind of releases everything not like you know not just your mind like your whole body just kind of just releases and like just you know de-stresses I guess and remember these can happen like your anxiety attacks kind of trigger panic attacks in my like in my opinion I like for me I know it does so like I said these can help in so many different scenarios it's very they're very common uses of coping mechanisms which I think is going to be is useful um, another was to question your thought pattern. Now you're probably like, what the fuck does that even mean? It's kind of just asking yourself, like, what is it that's triggering this? Like, what is your, like, what's your negative thoughts that are going through you? And like, do you believe that they're true? Like try to gain control of it. Um, so in that case, it's like when you're experiencing something and, you know, you start to overthink and you start to see the negative in the situation. It starts to bring kind of like obviously anxiety and panic and stuff. So when I see a situation where I'm like, for instance, for school, I'm just going to keep using school as an example because that's like my biggest trigger towards anxiety right now. I'm always like, okay, ah, like I'm going to fail this. Like I'm not going to pass this or this is too much. I shouldn't be taking this load. Like I don't think I'm going to be doing okay or I'm so far from where I want to be in school. I should have graduated by now. Like all this stuff. And it starts to like trigger, okay, do, 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 do. Like I'm stressed. Like this is all negative thoughts, right? And like I said, you have to see, okay, are those thoughts that you're thinking, are they even true? Like, do you actually believe them? And most of, no, 
percent of the time like it's it's not you know it's just your mind starting to play tricks play games with you and then to make you think that so then that's why you kind of start doing all these like ah I don't know I don't know I don't know that's just that's just your mind playing games and you just that's right where I had mentioned you have to take back control of what it is so if your thoughts are being so negative and they're being just like ah I don't know like I can't do this I'm so like blah, blah 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 it's like okay first of all it's not true like you know, I'm like, for my example, like, it's not true. I'm not behind. I'm going at my pace at my own time. I don't, I don't have a need to follow anyone else's timeline. I have my own, you know, and I chose to add this many courses because I need, I know I can do it. I'm just psyching myself out. I don't, there's no, there's not enough. On, there's not too much on my plate. It's the, it's the perfect amount that I can handle. I'm psyching myself out. I'm not, I am going to pass. Me thinking I'm not going to fail, I mean, I'm going to fail, sorry, is going to happen because this is where you're, you're, you're putting it that out in the universe. You're kind of just setting yourself like, yo, I'm going to fail. All right, I'm going to fail. And the universe listens and they're like, all right, like you putting out this negative energy, you're going to get it back. And you hear a lot of people say that, you know, like put the positive energy out and, um, you know, you'll receive it back. And I had recently listened to Coaches Don't Play's recent episode with, Rav Thinks, who was also on my podcast, and they were talking about manifesting and stuff, and they were just kind of like, if you put positivity out in the air to the universe, you're going to get it back. You're going to get good things coming towards your life. But if you keep putting out negative shit, it's going to backfire and negative shit is going to keep coming into your life, which I think is so fucking true because I used to do that. I'm going to be honest. I used to do that. I used to put so much negative energy in the air within my life that I saw my life literally go down the fucking drain. I felt like I saw so much bad shit that happened to me. My mindset was terrible. My anxiety and everything got worse because I was putting all this negative energy. As soon as I kind of switched, like I flipped the switch pretty much. And I started being like, no, I'm going to fucking pass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I saw myself being happier. I saw myself going in the right direction that I want to go in. And especially in this past year, like, yes, the pandemic really fucked everything over. But because I kept putting in my positive energy in the air, I saw the results that I wanted. And I saw what I what I wanted pretty, yeah, what I wanted, wanted pretty much. And I kind of got what it is that I asked for because I kept that positive energy in the air and I received it back. The more I, the negative I kept being, I saw how negative my life was going. And I think that's just not how I want that. So you know, question your things or what you're thinking. Is it even true? If it's not like, it's not going to be true. It's just you making it seem like it is. And then take back that control and be like, yo, low, like, no, this is no, (laughs) no, this is no, no, like this is not true. This is what it is. I'm overdoing it. Just need to relax, you know, and then do your breathing, do your sighing, whatever it is. Right. And, um, yeah, so that helps. Um, another thing was, to use aromatherapy which is you can do like oil forms there's um candles like certain scents um for me i always light a candle day or night day and night okay so day and night um whether i'm studying whatever it is i always light a candle it kind of sets the mood for me it kind of relaxes me up a little bit because i'm like all right i lit the candle i get like this calm vibe with it like that's what I get with candles and stuff and obviously I don't have it here but in Toronto I have my essential oils and I always have that ready to go and that literally helps with my diffuser and yeah it's the scent and there's examples that people say uh, I was looking through like aromatherapy and people were saying like scents of uh, the scent of lavender or sandalwood whatever it is it helps activate certain receptors in your brain that kind of just control things a little bit um yeah so it's it's in a soothing so for me I love the smell of vanilla like that's my candle scent so when I light a candle and it's like the vanilla scent I just instantly have this calm relaxing kind of like my body just kind of just lets go and I just feel so good and I find that's very useful a lot you know hey that's up to like like I said all these are just suggestions and You can take them, obviously. You don't have to if you're not into candles and you're just like, you know, some people find the scent gets really like too strong. It's for headaches. I have that with certain scents. I can't light the candle for too long. Otherwise, my head starts hurting. So when you find that certain 
smell, then you're like, okay. So for me, I find aromatherapy really useful. Um, another one is physical activity is a huge, huge help when it comes to different coping mechanisms when it, when it comes to mental health. Sorry. So for instance, it can be anything. Honestly, it could be going for a run, you know, going for a jog, maybe even just a walk. You know, you can do some yoga, you know, lift some weights, go swimming, whatever it is, any physical activity to get your body moving really does help because you're kind of just focusing on your body, you know, and not what your mind is thinking, what your mind's making you want to think. I know this is probably sounds so fucking weird what I'm saying. And it probably sounds like whatever. But no, it's true, though, because, you know, you're getting away from the situation. You're kind of just all right. Like, fuck, like because your mind does take control of everything. I find it and it can start to get overwhelming. And you're like, holy fuck, I don't know what to do when I have control over my body. And it's so much easier to gain control back to my mind. So I like I love going to the gym and I love working out and do my weights because that's my way of walking away from a situation, walking away from my anxiety for a bit and just kind of clearing my mind through my body. Just everything is going through that. And it is especially meditation, which is also on here. Like meditation helps so fucking much. And I was always someone who never did meditation. Uh, I never meditated and I always wanted to, but I like couldn't find that like you know you know when you find that you're sitting there you can't get your head to clear out and you get so distracted so easily it was very hard for me to get into it but once I did it was very very helpful whether you know it's like five minutes compared to like 20 minutes it all depends on how you can do it I at, obviously at first was like five minutes solid I'm good that's all I need then I was able to start you know, going a little longer, 10 minutes. Now I'm about 15 and that's like the perfect amount for me. And I literally, it's, then you use your breathing. Cause when you're meditating, you have a little bit more control in your breathing, but it's just that inhale is all, you're absorbing all of that, all that anxiety, that stress, your panic, everything you have. As soon as you exhale, I literally feel it go from my mind to my toes. I literally feel everything go down and it is the best thing ever. I always, like, I always suggest meditating whenever, like I had mentioned how people were coming to me in the last couple months in my close circle and, you know, saying, oh, hey, what can I do? What can I do? I Like, I literally said meditating because it literally fucking helps. It's going to take a minute or two. Like, it's going to take some time for you to, like, get used to it and be able to just sit there in, like, silence, but it helps. I also play, like, meditating music. Like, you can literally Google it, YouTube it, Spotify, whatever. It literally helps because then I start to just focus on that sound and I don't like everything else around me is like, I can't, I'm just focusing on this one thing and it's so fucking useful. So I personally, yeah. So any physical activity, meditation, that was fucking huge help. And of course you guys know my main um, coping mechanism is when I write literally is a life fucking saver. Um, you can use it when I had mentioned earlier, when you question your patterns, if it's true or not to write that down, you know, write down, Hey, is this true? No. Okay. Well, this is what really it is like, blah, 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 blah. Writing it down. It kind of and it, like, okay. Writing down what makes you anxious kind of gets it out of your head. Cause now it's on the paper. It's kind of like, you're just taking it out of your mind and whatever. It's like when you're studying for a test, you keep it all in your head. Right. And as soon as the test comes, you just blurt it out on the test. All, that's what you did. You studied and you kept it. When you're having anxiety, it's all in your mind. But as soon as you write it down, it's kind of just, it's on that paper and you shut that book and that's it. And even um, when you start to do that, you kind of figure it out. Like, what is it that's triggering your anxiety? Is there something that's common that comes up all the time? And if it is, you, you know, now you know, okay, this is what it is. Maybe it's something you need to get out of. You know, if it's a relationship or if it's like some sort of situation that, is you're able to leave, you know, you'll you'll be able to realize that because you're writing it on your paper and you're writing it down and you're like, hey, whoa, this relationship, if I'm with this person, I notice that I get very anxious and I get this, this, I stress, I have panic attacks. 
Now you know, okay, you know what? I'm going to have to walk away. And I've said this multiple times and I always think this and I believe it's true. People come and go in your life. Not everybody is meant to stay in your fucking life. Does it matter, you guys, friends or family? It does, like, nobody, not everybody is meant to stay in your life forever. So if you find, like, this situation, this relationship, whatever, friendship is, makes you so anxious, just walk away. It's going to be hard, but it's, at the end of the, at the end of the day, what matters is your health and how you're feeling. And if you feel anxious with this person, just, just let it go. Just let it go. I've, I've dealt that. I've done that myself where I've walked away from relationships and friendships where I felt like I just, I knew it was not right for me. It was toxic. I didn't feel good about myself and my mental health was just getting really, really bad. I took, I walked away and I saw a difference. You know, I realized that after obviously writing down and being like, yo, okay, listen, I noticed that this person or this situation is just not for me. I walk away. Obviously, when it comes to work, it, it's different, like whatever, but take a few days off, like, you know, ask for some time off. Like at the end of the day, your mental health is so fucking important. And I don't think people realize that. And we need to emphasize that a bit more and realize that mental health is so fucking important and we need to take full control and make that a huge priority in our lives before anything else because it does progress like it does get worse as we progress in life and people don't realize that that it's not something you can just switch and it's gone and you're good oh my god I'm feeling so depressed I go through depression okay two weeks from now you won't be no no no. it it lingers on and we need to realize that and especially with this pandemic going on it's been so bad for so many people and the rates have gone so high that I feel like it's it's been a time where people are like holy shit Mental health is so important and, you know, the government's realizing that too and they're starting to do things about mental health and stuff like that, which is great. It sucks that it took a pandemic for them to realize, but, you know, other people are now seeing it too. Like, holy shit, like mental health is fucked. Like, it's real. It's it's serious and it's like now it's our time to take that into consideration. Um, Obviously, like therapy is a great suggestion. It's obviously there for you. There's so many resources and places that you can go to. Um, I will definitely try to link a few if I can, if I find some, but that's also at your, that's at your, that's your decision. If you feel like you're at a point where it's such like a long-term feeling like the anxiety, depression, whatever it is, then I would suggest to reach for help. This is definitely, it's definitely something if you see it lingering on, take that step, take the help. But like, then again, like that's, that's your decision at the end of it. I can't stress this enough. Take a fucking break with whatever it is when it comes to like, like for instance, stress, whatever it is you're stressed over, take a fucking break. There is no rush into anything. Life is going at your pace, your own time, just because, oh no, but I have school, like I need... Okay, you can take a, you can take two days off your time, few hours, whatever it is. Step away from the situation that's making you lose your fucking mind, and take that break and just, just fucking let it go. Like literally, shut that, shut that off, and just breathe, bro. Because I've done that so many times where, yeah, I have school Monday to Friday. I'm at the studio Monday to Friday. Um, I'm you know doing my homework from Monday to Friday, and I do my weekends are my days off. My weekends I have like nothing. I. Yeah, I dedicate Saturday as my homework time, but Sunday is me time. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, like, nothing. I want to release this happy hour for you guys, and I, that's that's it. That's my main priority, and that's I'm taking a break. I'm taking a step back because I know coming Monday, it's, it's the same routine again. But I'm making sure that I give myself that fucking time. Even if the time comes where you're like, okay, like, the only time I can step away is when I meditate. Okay, that's it. Take the fucking 5, 10, 15, 20, whatever the fuck it is, minutes of your day, and walk away from this fucking situation and take a deep breath and take a break because your mind literally needs that. If you're going on a constant fucking run throughout the week, it's gonna fucking add up and then you're gonna explode, literally. So take the fucking break. I can't stress that enough. One thing I definitely, 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 I'm gonna put out there, and this definitely comes more towards, um, obviously anything, anxiety, uh, depression, I mean, sorry, anxiety, stress, panic, whatever, but more, most importantly, towards depression, please do not take alcohol or drugs as your solution. Now, you're probably like, okay, well, whatever, what the fuck, happy hour. I get it. Guys, it's happy hour. Like, it's just like a little fun time, whatever. It's not my way of being like, I'm depressed. I'm going to drink because it's going to help. No, it makes it worse 
we all know that when when you drink alcohol, your emotions do start to come out and you start to feel things again, but you're feeling them harder and it just it's a worse feeling. No. No, 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 no. I cannot stress that enough. I have done, I have gone down that road and I have done that where I've thought, okay, I feel like ass. I'm a fucking drink. Bro, let's have a glass of wine. One leads to two, two leads to bottles and bottles. It fucking sucks. Don't do it. Do not fucking do it. Let me fucking tell you that right now. Don't do it. It's not your solution. It, it, it should be your like how it like how it like how it is here. Happy hour. It should be your happy hour. Like you know, just a one glass here and two. It should not be. I'm depressed. I need to solve my problems. Alcohol is not going to do it, and drugs don't either. Now, with that being said, I know for me, yeah, I've mentioned it before. Yeah, I do do medical marijuana, but then remember, it's for. I don't do it to be like, oh, I just do it for like to numb everything, and I'll never feel anything, and blah 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 blah. It's. It's not for me to forget the pain. For me, it's just to help clear my mind kind of a little bit and just kind of, okay, like I said, analyze, um, you know, figure out what it is that you're going through. Why am I feeling like this? And then yoga, meditation, all that stuff. It helps get out of my head a little bit. And someone had mentioned their coping mechanisms to me and they said that, um, like this is one that was submitted and they said coping mechanism. So I know I'm a huge stoner, but I'm not the type that just smokes to forget the pain. I smoke in order to clear my mind from all thoughts so that I'm able to analyze why I feel the way I feel. I do lots and lots of yoga and meditation after a small bowl just to help my mind expand and not feel trapped in this small dark box when I get upset, which is so fucking true because that's literally me. It's only just to help me kind of get the path. And then I literally, everything I've fucking mentioned already, every different mechanisms, I literally use them. And sometimes I don't even rely on medical marijuana sometimes. Sometimes I'll just do these coping mechanisms. I don't always need it. It's just sometimes a little push for me. That's it. I don't rely on it to literally forget the pain. That's what I'm trying to say here. Don't rely on drugs and alcohol as your way to forget everything. Try... Just avoid that, please, because it it takes you down this darker road that I would never in a million fucking years wish upon anybody coming from someone who's already done it and gone through that. I wish that upon nobody. So please try to fucking avoid that. Um, Yeah, there's so many things. There's also um, so that's kind of more towards, I guess, panic attacks and like it does help with depression something that helps specifically with depression also is um kind of getting yourself a schedule now like kind of stick to a schedule in a way where it's still fun it's not something that you find so boring because you're doing it every fucking day but it's it's something that still gets you up and going instead of you being slumped into bed and for me it's like okay I have my schooling from Monday to Friday, yes. And I have my studio in the evening, Monday to Friday. So it's definitely something I have to look forward to, you know? And then I gym three times a week. I have mentor meetings during the week. I have like other things. So things start to add up where it's now a schedule. And it's nice because now I'm seeing myself being like, all right, get up. You got this today, this today, this today. Then tomorrow you got this, this, this. It's getting my mind to focus on so many other things that I am not just... Because I find like if I don't do that and I have this moment where I'm just by myself, I start to over panic. I mean, start to overthink, start to panic because now I'm getting into my head. This is a way to get out of your head. It distracts you a little bit. You have something to do. You're busy, you know, and you just ba- but balance your life as much as possible. Don't overdo it. Like, you know, like, don't be like, OK, I'm going to add this, 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 this so I can keep myself as busy as possible. No, no, no. Keep it to the point where you can handle it. Keep it to the point where it's fun and it makes you want to get up and go. Don't make it too much because then that's then you're leading it back to anxiety, back to depression because now you're overdoing it. Do you kind of, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying right now is even helpful for you guys. If you guys get it, I hope it is. Okay, well, fingers crossed. I hope, I mean, just let me know if this really was helpful for you guys this episode. Um, but also is... So this is obviously more towards depression again. Try to stay involved. Um, I know that's very, very hard to do. I get it. I've been there. I'm always there still. When it comes to depression, it's very hard to get involved. And, you know, like a social life is very, very, 
very important. I know there's like, you know, it's like some people are like, yo, I'm not a social person. I get that. But still interacting with other people is so helpful. And another thing I wrote, which kind of relates this is depending on others, which is so true. When you kind of have a core friend, family group that, you know, you don't, if it's okay if you don't want to, you know, tell them all your problems, but just to even say, hey, I'm not having the best day, them to just even interact with you and just kind of distract your mind or just to talk to you, just to socialize is so fucking helpful because then it just kind of helps. And, you know, who knows what if it leads to you wanting to open up then like it's good to have that. It's good to stay involved because when you start to take that moment where you're just like to yourself and you you don't say anything and you're just like kind of in your bed, it starts to kind of creep up and it gets a little bit worse as it goes. So it's good to kind of keep yourself motivated and pushing yourself and, you know, doing all these, just interact enough as, as much as possible. I am definitely someone who does not fucking do that. I'll be truthfully honest here. I, when it comes to my depression episodes, I I try to avoid as much interaction as possible. So this is definitely something that's new for me. Um, lately I would, you know, I'll open up here and there. I'll inform people like, listen, it's not my best day, but maybe we can just kind of distract myself, kind of get myself there and it helps. Or I'm like, you know what, listen, I'm not having the best day and I'll be willing to share it. It's not a given that I share it all the time and people know that people are aware, but when I'm slowly starting to do that because I'm realizing how helpful it is for me, it took me a while (laughs) I'm going to be honest, it took me a while, but I started to realize and find that core group of people that I found found com- found myself being comfortable to open up to, to address problems, to ask for advice, because at the same time, they were able to do that with me. Do you get what I mean? Like it was a, it was a good relationship back and forth and I love that so I'm glad that I was able to do that and I'm glad that I'm starting to do it more because I it's so fucking helpful and you know I always used to get messages like you know you can talk to us if you want or you can talk to me like I just be open like be honest I don't want you to hold it back and I always used to say thank you thank you thank you like I understand like yeah I shouldn't hold it back but obviously I wasn't I wasn't comfortable I wasn't there yet but when I started to do it I saw that yo this shit actually helps like it a weight is lifted off your shoulder because now you're not just keeping it bundled up. You're not like, you know, keeping it towards yourself. You're just fine. You're just letting it out. It's like that, that sigh that you're finally releasing. You have all this emotion, all these thoughts, all this negativity that you're like, it's just bringing you down. It's taking over. You're just overwhelmed. But when you finally open up, you just, you, it's that sigh of release. You're like, holy fuck. Like, you know, it, it gets emotional. It fucking gets emotional. Let me fucking tell you that right now. It gets so fucking emotional. I agree. And that's definitely a big, you know. Um, but it helps. Like, I don't know. It helps. Crying, by the way, is okay. So if you be like, oh, I cry all the time. Fuck, who cares? Fucking cry all you want. Cry as much as you fucking want. Who cares? Nobody's judging. I cry like a fucking bitch. And I cry all the time. But it helps. I literally will catch myself crying. I'll look in the mirror and I, I'm like, I'm looking at myself crying. Two minutes later, I'm like, oh, like that actually felt really good. And then I start writing of what the fuck I felt. Some, like the crying does fucking help and it's worth it. So it's okay if you fucking cry. And of course, sleeping well and eating right are two fucking huge things as well. You eat shit, you're going to feel like shit. You eat right, you're going to feel right. Simple as fucking that. I noticed that I used to eat like shit. I, I still do here and there, but you know, eat like shit. And I used to feel like shit, especially if I was in my lowest of lows, I would make sure I'd eat like, I would just eat shit, shitty, shitty ass food. And I fucking felt worse, worse and worse as it went. I would, and you know, when it comes to depression, you either sleep all the time or you don't sleep at all. But getting that right amount of sleep is so fucking important. So when you are catching yourself sleeping so much because you're depressed, try to try to try to stop that. You know, it's going to be hard. All of this is going to be hard at first. But once you start to do it and try it, it does help. You know, if you're like, all right, I'm just tired. It's it, Remember that it's you're not you're not exhausted. Your mind's exhausted, which is convincing your body that's ex- that um that you're exhausted. 
Remember, you got to take that control back. Take your mind control, take the body control, everything. You have to be in control of it because you're going to start to let your mind take over and it's it gets fucking hard and creepy and it is. I don't like it. So avoid the constant oversleeping. And, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping, there's so many remedies and so many things you can do. Um, you know, I had this thing that was it's called Headspace. It's an app. My uh, my cousin suggested it. So fucking helpful. You know, it helps you kind of count down into your sleep, you know, like these breathing exercises that kind of like control your body and just release the stress and your body literally feels like jello because now you're like stress-free kind of thing and all your weight is being lifted and you're just next thing you know I don't even fucking realize half the time I'm out cold I don't even realize I'm like well what the fuck so it does help getting enough fucking sleep I had to take like a little deep breath because I realized I was just fucking going off for like 40 solid fucking minutes and I needed to like take a water break but one thing that came up suggested um for like coping with depression um mainly was um boosting your self-image so like finding ways to feel better about yourself which i think can go not in the right direction i would say obviously yes there are ways to be like oh my god i feel so pretty today or um you know you're beautiful you're this there's there is like i fucking be like yo you fucking look great fucking you look fucking what the fuck am i saying you look fucking great today like you know you're rocking that fit or whatever i do say that to myself but there's times where i bring myself down it's kind of hard i find that that kind of mechanism to play out um just because well now this kind of falls into what i was talking about body shaming and body imagery and i think it just falls into it I can that can play two ways, um, which okay. So if you guys aren't aware, body shaming obviously is when you know someone talks negative towards someone's look, like their physical attractions and all that stuff, and you know calling them names and all that stuff. And body image is the way you see yourself. You know it could be negative or um, positive, depending, right? And there, so for body shaming, there's so many things people be, can be called, you know, I, I don't even want to get into it, but like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many names that can be said. And I feel like, like, okay, in recent time, like now a days, body image, body shaming is not kind of being put out there as much because now we're starting to all society's kind of starting to accept a few like kind of accept one another and all this stuff but before it was never like that I know for me like growing up it was just always there was someone that everyone wanted to look like there was some you know like it was never the way you looked was never good enough um like for instance it was always like like I was watching like America's Next Top Model you know there was there's uh shows like oh like the search of the next pussycat doll or there was just all these kind of things and everyone had um portrayed like supermodel figure and that would be like a flat stomach long legs i fucking know like you know just absolutely thin like literally thin and it was always like oh my god i have to look like that like that's what i want to look like like that's that's it and it was portrayed everywhere. It was like, this is, you know, this is who you want to be like and all that stuff. And even now it's kind of like you see it a little bit more with like Gigi, uh, Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner, like supermodels, like all like that. Like I recently saw a tweet where it was just Kendall Jenner in bikini outfits, uh, selfies, and everyone literally said body goals. But it's like, what was the body goal there? Flat stomach, tall, thin legs, like literally a supermodel. That doesn't exist. Like that that doesn't work like that imagery like that body shape it's 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 not there like I don't you know what I mean so I was kind of like okay no like that's all like that's not it so I found that for me when it comes to like body image and stuff it's very hard like nowadays it's great because you know they're now starting to put plus size models out there which is beautiful you know then you have like Lizzo who is fucking amazing who's just like fuck all you haters I'm beautiful the way I fucking am which is like preach sister everyone should think that you're all beautiful in your own fucking way everybody every shape everyone's everyone is beautiful in their own fucking way but it's just so hard when the social media plays such a huge 
um, factor towards it being like, nah, nah, you fucking think it ain't true. And obviously growing up, like I was talking to my cousins about this and they were like, well, growing up, it was a little bit different because, you know, it'd be seen more towards like TV and like movies and stuff. But kids nowadays have it a little bit harder because social media is so fucking big now. It's like everywhere, like especially TikTok where they like show it and stuff like that. And everyone's just like comments, they're like body goals, body goals, body goals. And you're like, bro, but like, what's the body goal here? It's literally a flat stomach, like literally nothing. It's like bones. It's like, like, you know what I mean? It's like, what? Like, how does that work? And, um, I take a little water break and a little talky talky. But yeah, like for me, it was just kind of, I was always a little chubby little kid, you know? And so like growing up, it was always kind of like, oh, yo, you've gained so much weight or, you know, you should lose some weight. And like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have probably felt this. I don't know. I, I know I did for me. And when I was talking to the girls at Connect FM, like, cause we did talk about this on air. They were like, yeah, this is so true. But in high school, I always thought that I was like, oh my God, I'm so fat. And then I probably was at like the best shape of my fucking life. But at that time, I didn't think so. And now when you look back, you're like, holy shit, like I was fucking fit, you know? But at that time you didn't because every because that wasn't the look. Like that wasn't it. That wasn't what people wanted you to look like. There was something else and you didn't see that. So there's like, okay, well, like fuck my life, you know? This is so random, but I was watching That's So Raven. First of all, I'll just catch up on Disney Plus. And so if you guys remember, like whoever seen it, um, she had did this, there was this episode and it was about like body image and stuff. And um, she had, her design had made it on this like con- con- uh, competition, but it, she had thought she would be modeling her own design, but it, it wasn't, it was a supermodel. And so they were like, we love your design, but can you make it into this person's size, which was so fucking small. And she was like, yo, what the fuck? Like she goes, and the lady was just like, yo, you don't have the look. She's like, well, what the fuck is the look? And it was literally this tall, flat, like skinny ass person. And it was just kind of like, she's like, she's like, that isn't the look. Like you're making people feel bad to look like that. Nobody literally looks like that. And even the model was like, I don't fucking look like that. And she's like, it's, you know, she said, she's like, everyone comes in all different shapes and sizes and they're all beautiful, which I think is so fucking true. And we don't acknowledge that enough where it's like, yo, you're all like, you know what I mean? Like, I think social media plays a whole huge fucking factor in all this. And especially, um, culturally wise, it does it. Everyone, it, I think it happens in all cultures. It's not just one specific one, but I'm obviously going to be targeting our own just because I can relate more towards it. But it's literally every culture. It's, it's also the way that it's said, you know, you could just be like, Oh, like a morty hoagie, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they could, you know, they could say, oh, jokingly, but that person is like, yo, I'm offended because that person can already have insecurities and already bring themselves down. Your so-called joke that you're saying is not true actually fucking means something else to that person. So you could, you can say that you can say, oh my God, yeah, you gained a few weight, like a few pounds. That person can take you a fucking offense. Whether you say no offense or I'm joking, ha, huh? it's not, it's, it's not at all. So it's like, you know, what, you know, and I had, I know, like, so many people, and, like, I've experienced, like, I've witnessed them and stuff like that, where people be like, who's gonna marry you if you're, like, you know, you need to lose weight, otherwise no one's gonna marry you, and it's like, what the fuck does my weight have to do with me fucking being in love with someone, or me wanting to spend the rest of my life with someone, and my weight is the problem? How does that fucking make sense? Please explain to me, does that make sense? I never understood that. I still don't fucking understand that. Why that's even a fucking comment. But it's like, what does that have to do with me? I don't get it. Like, I literally do not fucking understand that. And I also, I know I'm targeting, you know, females in this situation, which I totally get. But it's, I've I've noticed that and I like just some research too. Male body shaming is now also occurring more and more nowadays. It wasn't obviously in the beginning, but now it is. And it's like the idea of just being like dad bod, you know, six packs or being a pinner, you know, all this stuff. It's like, yo, you're a pinner, gain some fucking muscles. You gain muscles, yo, it's too much. Or like, 
you know, you're kind of fit, but you don't have abs, so you have a dad bod. So people are like, yo, what the fuck? It's like, okay, now they're getting targeted. Everyone is now getting targeted for the fucking way they look, where there's some people who are like, I actually thought I looked good. I actually loved my body. Now I'm like, mm, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I just don't understand that. And it's like, the idea of the perfect fucking body makes no fucking sense to me. You know, you're just tearing someone down. You're tearing down your self-respect and all that stuff. And the idea of like, what is beautiful? Because you're now just focusing on, oh my God, that's, but that's it. Like everyone says, that's the look. I have to look like that. Why do you have to look like that? Nobody says you have to fucking look like that. Because social media makes it think, make you think like that. That's why they take fucking control over your fucking body and your fucking mind to make you think that, oh my God, I need to fucking look like that. Like, no, it's not. And then there's, but then there's situations where I know so many like fitness trainers who are, you know, you know, are into the fitness and stuff and they have like, you know, they're very fit and they're um, in a good shape. But now people are saying, oh, yo, like you're doing too much because now you look so manly, like too much muscle and all that stuff. It's like, are you fucking, is there a win? Are you winning at this point? Like you're either too, if you're fit, you're too manly. If you're fat, you're too big and gross. And if you're thin, you're just fucking gross and like bony and stuff and it's disgusting nobody fucking wins it's like now at this point let me fucking do what i want to do everyone shut the fuck up (laughs) like seriously like i fucking can't but it's it's rude and i think the idea of body shaming and body imagery and stuff like especially body shaming it's that step of being like excuse me your comments are really not important to me um it's it's the it's an ignition like it, it, the ignition to like or sorry that taking that just taking that step forward and just being like you know what your comments you can keep to yourself they're not important to me I don't care I don't you know it, it, we have to start taking that kind of like not taking it seriously and stuff and just know that what we're doing towards our to our bodies and the way we want to look and feel is for ourselves and not everyone around us I've noticed that. And I think this portrays into a little bit of like self-love. Um, the more we like, it just becomes a little bit easier when we start to love ourselves a little bit more. And I feel like that's obviously a growing process. Like it takes time, like whatever. But when you start to get into that feeling, it's fucking amazing because everything anyone says about you is like, no, bro, I know how I fucking feel. I know the way I look. I love it. I obviously was not like that like I was like oh my I always used to pick little things about me that I didn't like obviously people do that here and there still like totally but I started to realize that like my body is my body everyone's body functions differently you know some find it easy to gain weight some find it hard to gain uh, lose weight sorry so it's like our bodies function differently but our bodies are perfect in its own way and I think it's just our mindset that we need to change which goes into coping mechanisms to gain control over your fucking mind, you know? So when I was doing my poll on Instagram, um, I was just kind of, I asked you guys like, you know, who's experienced body shaming, body imagery, um, all this kind of stuff, just to kind of get a feel of where everyone's at. And a lot of you said that, yes, you have dealt with body shaming on social media or in person. And I've honestly in person. OK, but on social media is really fucking scary because shit just can go in such a different direction. And then, you know, a lot of you said, yes, I've been either told I'm too fat or too skinny. I should lose weight or gain weight. So we're all there together. Like, you know, don't feel like you're alone in this situation. Everyone literally goes through it. Um you all agree that yes, social media does convince you that the ideal perfect body is whatever it could be. And in for, in, for instance, it's this tall, flat, long leg, super model, literally a model, not, not a normal person. It's a model. And a lot of you said it, it's impact towards how you feel about your body, how you see your body when you look in the mirror. And it's it's gotten you guys to change who you are, how you look to, in order to be what everyone wants you to be. So, you know, you're not, yeah, you may think, oh my God, this is the ideal body and all that stuff, but you guys are actually going and taking that step to change it just to feel like you fit in and to be like everyone else. You are all born to stand out. Like I just, 
Fitting in literally makes you like everybody else. Why do you want to be like everybody else? You want to be your you. You You want to be who you are, your unique self. That's what's more important. Um, Yeah, and it, it does fucking affect your mental health, which I was trying to kind of bring this all together. It's true. It, you know, when you're starting to think negative about yourself, you start to put your yourself down. You start to think poorly, you know, you're either depressed you go through anxiety like oh my god I'm freaking out like I don't look like this you know you start going through your mentality gets fucked up your mental health gets fucked up because of this and a lot of you you know agreed with it and said yeah you know what this is me like I literally agree with it you like this is it happens and I even like you know there's so many celebrities that you wouldn't assume going through it but they do and like it fucking sucks like especially like okay like you know Selena Gomez went through it and she it, growing up in like Disney Channel where everyone like saw you and you had to be like this perfect role model but like literally like this flat role model it's like bro fuck that and I love it because um yeah it's okay yeah sorry <laughs> um Selena Gomez uh okay first of all Serena Williams literally the most known person who has been impacted towards body shaming and all that stuff and being saying she's built like a man blah 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 and I love it because she was so she posted this picture of in a gorgeous ass red dress right and she said the caption said yeah my husband looks um looks just like this in a dress you're an idiot but she literally like she just takes takes it on she's like fuck you guys I don't fucking care what you say first of all I'm a world fucking champion you can suck my dick <laughs> I don't fucking care right like you're I, I'm I'm I know who I am I know how successful I am but in the end of the day like my body is the way my body is you I don't fucking care what you say and like there's so many people like first of all Ashley Graham who's literally a plus size model is fucking beautiful and I love it because you know, she's talked about like cellulite, like thick thighs and stuff, like thunder thighs and stuff like that. And she's like, I realize now that these thighs tell a story of victory and courage. And I fucking love that. Literally own your body, own everything. I like I have issues with like certain things about my body, my face and stuff. I've come to the point where I've kind of owned my insecurity to the point where I don't find an, an insecurity more. I fucking love it. I am OK with the way I am and the way I look, because at the end of the day, None of these people matter in my fucking life. And I had mentioned before, not everybody stays in your life either. So what they say and what they do doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're not going to be there tomorrow. You're not going to be there, you know, five, ten years from now. Why do I fucking care what this one fucking flana says about me? Who fucking cares? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> like, you know, so I just think that the idea of body image. Yes, it's never talked about body shaming. It's not talked about, but when it is, it needs to be addressed to the point where someone needs to kind of put their foot down and let it lay the law right there and be like, fuck you. First of all, you can shut up. Don't say anything about me. Kind of kind of just take the initiative to like own your body, own it, own everything about you. Because one, that shows so much fucking confident, bro. Confident is fucking beautiful on people, man or woman. It's fucking gorgeous handsome whatever it's awesome the way people can own their body themselves so confidently is fucking phenomenal I absolutely fucking love it so say it be bold fucking take that step and be like bro I'm fucking beautiful look in the mirror and love everything about you you know that positive encouragement yes it can yes okay body imagery and looking at yourself and boosting yourself can be tough sometimes but it's the it's it's that positivity. Like I said, when you put that positivity in the universe, you guys, it it plays back. So, you know, it, it in this case, like saying you're beautiful just keeps you in such a positive mindset that you just you it's true. It's just everything is just true. Everything is believe like you believe it, you know it, you own it. So when I when I like I look myself in the mirror and I I just look, I'm like, all right, you're beautiful. Like, you looking fucking good today, bro. That's a fucking fit. Okay, cool. I, you know, say you get a pimple one day. It's like, bro, I don't fucking care. That doesn't take away of how beautiful I am because I know I'm so confident in myself that 
nobody can bring me down because like I said, they don't fucking matter. So whatever someone fucking says, it's like, nah, I understand it can be tough. It's not easy to kind of go with that mindset, but it's, it's a growing thing. You got to grow and you got to learn and you got to build on that. So if you're capable of doing that, bro, you're fucking going to take over the fucking world, dude. Fucking put a middle finger up, wave it in the fucking air to those fucking idiots. Or my sister would say the flu does. Okay. And I'd be like, yo, I don't give a fuck what you guys say. I love myself the way I am. Self-fucking-love is so important. And I've always wanted to address this so much throughout my podcast is literally love your fucking self. It's a pro- um, It takes time. It's a process. It's It progresses over time. But trust me, when you realize it, when you see it, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. The, confident you, the confidence you gain, love it. Hands down, that's beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. A confident person is absolutely beautiful. Love yourself the way you fucking are. Fuck everybody else, okay? You, yeah, go to the gym. That doesn't mean because you're doing it because you want to fit in. No, you're doing it for yourself. Everything that you should be doing is for yourself, not for everybody else. It should not be for you to change for what society wants you to look like. It should not be for you to change because apparently if you don't, you're not going to get married. No, it's not because someone said to you in high school, this, this, this. Okay, where are they now? I'm pretty sure you're not fucking friends with them or know what the fuck is wrong with them now. No. Whatever anyone says does not matter. Does not matter. And I feel like we just need to take this confident mindset and just walk with it. Because trust me, you guys are going to fucking take over the world with it. That's my saying. With this whole fucking thing, that's what I would go with it. All right, so with All of that being fucking said, holy shit, I feel like I rambled for so long, but yeah, take any of the coping mechanisms that I suggested and, you know, yeah, take it in consideration. If you want to use it, go for it. Obviously use it if it helps for you. Um, But don't, if you have something that already works, sick, you know, make sure you use it. And trust me, trying something new might be helpful too. I know I've tried some of these and they've actually helped and I use it in my, like literally, all the time <laughs> throughout anything stress panic attacks anxiety depression whatever it is I just having different mechanisms really help kind of sometimes the same thing just might overplay and it might be just now it's starting to add up where it's not working and you want something new trust me try them see if they work and you know when it comes to any of this like you know depression like you guys are we're not alone and just reach out to one another kind of see how everyone's doing just giving like a simple hey how's it going like how you doing you know just to you know initiate that it's so helpful for one another just do it you know when it comes to anxiety panic stress all that stuff take take a step back if you're doing too much take take a load off you know like I said take breaks it's so helpful when you take breaks and just take a step away from the situation because it fucking helps clear your mind but make sure you gain control of your body first because when you gain control of your body it's easier to gain control of your mind it i know it sounds so fucking weird but trust me it's helpful you know and i know body imagery and body shaming can mean so many different things and people can experience in so many different ways if you guys want me to kind of elaborate a little bit more on another episode let me know but I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like, fuck what everybody says. At the end of the day, you're beautiful the way you are. Your body functions the way it functions. Everyone functions on own. Everyone's body is their own. And I think we just need to own it and work it for ourselves. Not for anybody else. It's for ourselves. Self-love is so important. Love yourself the way you are. Don't ever fucking change that. No matter what it is, body, personality, anything, you're beautiful. You were created in a certain way where it it's supposed to stand out. Just now own that and literally take that into the universe. Put out all that positivity. You're going to get it back. You're on this earth for a reason. You're the way you are for a reason. Just kind of accept it and just take ownership of it. And literally you will conquer the world in such a beautiful, confident way that it will look absolutely amazing. Man or woman. Okay. Um, Yeah. With all of that being said, I... Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I mean, I had so much fun just even bringing it up. I know I do a little like fun ones here and there, but I really wanted to kind of get into a little serious. I love talking about more in-depth conversations, which I feel are so much more fun. Um, But let me know 
what it is you guys want to talk like want me to talk about um you know submit your suggestions questions stories any feedback any of that on using my anonymous form which is linked in my bio on instagram which is of course amber underscore happy hour so don't forget to follow me on there and yeah i want to know what you guys think and all that stuff and after you've heard this let me know some feedback on this episode um with all that beautifully said and done with i am that's it for this happy hour and this sunday fun day so i will see you guys all next week on sunday fun day at 5 p.m for another happy hour bye